Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Hello. How's it going? Great tidings, my friend. <laughs> How are you? Great. Yeah? Good. Yeah. I love your outfit. You look so, like, you look like a cute mom. Thanks. Anyways, what's going on with you? Uh, nothing, except today felt like fall. It really did. Yeah. And yesterday was like a, a teaser. Mm-hmm. Today really did feel like fall. Today was official. Yeah. Fall is in the air. Yeah. Today I sat down to work on this episode with mm-hmm. the windows wide open, mm-hmm. listening to a thunderstorm, an actual thunderstorm. It was a good one. Oh, my Midwest heart was yeah. in heaven hearing the yeah. rain. Yeah. The only thing that would have made the afternoon more perfect would have been if I'd curled up in a blanket on my bed <sighs> to read a book. Oh. <laughs> Your autumn bliss. Like, are you, are you like single again with no kids? Like, what are you describing? (laughs) I'm saying it would have been perfect. I'm not saying it would have been possible. Oh, got it. Yes, 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 yes. In an ideal world, yes. My children would have been rubbing my feet. It was... (laughs) <laughs> bringing me my hot cocoa. <laughs> oh, it's too hot. Send it back. Put an ice cube in it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's no. funny. That's funny. Uh, what about you? What's new with you? Uh, nothing other than you like continue to ha- find these half marathons for us to run. What? Like you just, yeah. Oh, who? <laughs> you just. I it was so funny. You just will text me randomly and be like. What about this race? It's like, where did you find that? Like, <laughs> did you just make that up? Did you just like pull that together for us? And sure enough, you did. Yeah. We ran one last week. Mm-hmm. You did great. So did you. Thank you. I, I mean, I, re- I really like running, but I'm always kind of a mental mess from mile like 9 to 12. It's hard. It's hard to have the stamina hmm. to go, you know? Is it like that every time? Mm-mm. But most, of, like this last race from mile 9 to 12, I was like, oh, I want to stop, but I tell myself if I if I walk, I won't start running again. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, man, I just mm-hmm. just keep going. Okay. Is it more physical or mental? Uh, or physical, mm-hmm. physical. I my legs just get tired, which mm. is so silly. That's a, what do you mean it's silly? It's not silly. You've ran nine miles. Your legs get tired. That's <laughs> fairly normal. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But anyways, I'm just grateful for the goal. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that why you keep running? Do you like to have that goal? What's the purpose? I don't know. It's funny you say you're a mental mess because you did hold it together very gracefully. But well, yeah. Except did you see my pictures? I like pulled up the pictures and I was like, my first picture, you know, I'm all smiles and happy. The last picture, I look like I'm birthing a baby. I was like, oh my goodness. No. That's terrible. I mean, we need to work on our poses though. It's we true. really need to work we on our really poses. Do. We look like we're doing a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we need to we need to practice on our next yeah, long run. True. We should practice some poses. Okay, just, great. Just to be ready. But great. no, I think it's funny how we go back and forth. By the end of one race, one of us is feeling like a million bucks yep. and the other's being dragged across the finish line. Because the half before this one, you were the one like cheering me across the finish line. Right. So I don't know, bodies are funny. I'm just yeah, true. I don't know. I run for two reasons. Okay. One my competitiveness with myself, sure. which I think you get, right? Like sure. I'm curious yep, for sure. how fast we can get with each Definitely. race. Aren't you ever wondering if we're not going to PR? Yeah. I mean, it scares me. That day is going to be humbling. <laughs> Ugh, I don't like it. It'll never happen. We'll never. Keep, yeah. keep PRing. But also yeah. running is my therapist or mm-hmm. you're my therapist. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the same, but it's yep. one of the few times where I get to disconnect and 
just put all of my stresses into perspective. Yeah. And bonus, running just makes me feel good. True. I do love the way it makes me feel. That's but true. Why all those you, things. Why do you, yeah, why do you keep running? No, all those things. Same, same. I just always question myself when I'm at mile nine. I'm like, what, what am I doing here? <laughs> I this is my life. I thought you were just in it for the t-shirts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when are we going to get a shirt we want to wear? <laughs> With like, maybe it has, maybe it's just plain. Can it just be like plain? I just, <sighs> I paid five extra dollars for the long sleeve this this race. And I was, it was so ugly. So ugly. I literally wanted to throw it back at them and be like, this is disgusting. All right. So listen, this is a really great episode. It's a little different for us, mm-hmm. but it's great. Mm-hmm. We have a few surprises, a few different, you know. Surprises. Surprises. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way to, to make that more exciting. It's not. We have a few surprises. But we are doing this episode because you and I both have a lot of readers in our homes, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. My, I like to read before I go to bed. I always read before I go to bed, usually in like a hard copy, not my phone, not an audiobook, like a book. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's not for very long. You know, it usually takes me like three months to finish a book because I'll read like... I don't know, three to six pages, and then I have to go to bed because I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. But are you you are an audiobook listener, correct? Yes, correct. Do you accounts. read? Do you ever read books? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. No, we're book lovers in our house, but I have made a concerted effort since my first kid was born to always have books just everywhere in the house in prominent places. No, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but nothing brings my mama heart more joy than when I randomly find a kid reading. Oh, for sure. Right? Well, I say that, but... What? I mean, remember my oldest one reads so much that sometimes it causes contention? <laughs> no, I'm very serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, you've it, mentioned this. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, it brings me a lot of joy, but mm-hmm. I don't know. If I find her on the toilet three hours later with a book, I'm like very frustrated. <laughs> rightly so, rightly Not so. only is your bum stuck in the toilet, but also you haven't done anything for three hours. So <laughs> I don't like that. Audiobooks are the only way I actually get anything read though. I'm a multitasker and audiobooks fit my lifestyle like a pair of Jane Austen gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read Jane Austen? Yes. Oh, I need to. I need to. It's on my list. I, th- I do think that people who listen to audiobooks, they read way more books. They listen to way more books than, mm-hmm. than I do. Mm-hmm. You cover a lot more ground. Uh, that's right. You and my good friend Ellie read four times as many books as I do in a year because you guys listen and I read. But I do not think it's fair to say read because we're not reading anything. We're listening. So I just, I say I listen to audiobooks. Yeah, I never getting, actually read them. I know, but you're getting the information the same way. You're getting the information regardless, right? Yes. Yeah. I it just it feels like I'm cheating. Oh. I read 30 books this year, but I actually read three because I don't the rest know. I just listened to. I think it's okay. Yeah, all right. Well, if you think like it's that. okay, then it must be okay. Yes. I give you my blessing. Thank you. All right, so let's see. So because both of us love to read slash listen, and our kids love to read as well, I mean, both of our eldest children in particular, they are appreciators of good literature, are they not? That's an understatement. Yes, I was going to say, your two oldest boys, my oldest daughter, like love books, Mm -hmm. read a lot of books. And I think that our younger kids will follow suit. They're a little young right now, Mm -hmm. but they will. I have great faith in them. 
So this makes this begs me to ask the question, mm. how do you find books for yourself and your kids? What's your game plan when you go on the great book hunt? Oh, game plan. Okay. Yes. Uh, classics first. Mm. When I was thinking about homeschooling my kids way back even before the pandemic, I remember reading a specific method of homeschooling that suggested you get kids familiar with classics even from a young age. So I have board books about The Secret Garden and Dracula and Moby Dick and Shakespeare and kids' versions of Anne of Green Gables and Little Women and The Wizard of Oz. So when my kids are ready to pick up the real deal, they're already familiar with the story and characters and lessons through each book. But we've also used read aloud. Do you like you guys read aloud. You yeah. read to your kids a lot. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. read aloud. We used to do it a ton as a family. I feel like I should start that up again because it was so enjoyable. Yeah. But recommendations from other parents with kids my kids' age have always been golden. Mm-hmm. And if it has a Caldecott or Coretta Scott King award on it, I'm all over it. Yeah, for but sure. What about you? How do you pick out your books for your kiddos? Well, really quick, I want to ask you about what, what's the philosophy behind the classics? Like, I have those those same board books and like, I don't know, I don't shy away from the classics, but I guess it's never been on my radar to like make that a priority. Should it be? Is that, am I missing something? No. Are they not going to go to Yale because they don't, like what's, why, am I missing something? No. I think really? just reading and loving literature doesn't matter what it is. Is it just because of the writing? Like it's just really high quality writing and so getting our kids used to reading stuff like that is good for them or? Maybe, or being familiar yeah. with some of the stories they're going to see over and over. Okay. Instead of just being blindsided with it in eighth grade, I don't mm. know, or ninth grade. Okay. I remember being blindsided with Shakespeare in ninth grade, mm. not being familiar with it at all. Okay. And it was a little bit of an adjustment, you know, Okay. to try to figure out the writing and the language and the storyline sure. or plot and characters all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Maybe kids being a little more familiar with certain elements of mm. the stories will help them dig deeper into it that's as they get very older. Thoughtful. Maybe. Yeah. That's very thoughtful. I think that's probably true. Mm. Very good. Yeah, well, I, I also, if it has a medal on the, like a Caldecott medal, mm-hmm. oh, for sure, I'm taking that book home. <laughs> um, but, you know, I I kind of look for funny books. Ooh, I know that's not, that shouldn't be the only criteria, but that is kind of how it goes. But this is usually what happens, okay? I go to the okay. library, and I'm that person who looks across the top shelf of the library, because that's mm-hmm. where they put the new books and the staff picks, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll clean that out. I usually take about 75% of the books. I imagine you like the Grinch, like just clearing the whole thing into your bag. It's so selfish, but I figure, hey, if no one else is going to take these books, then I'm going to take them. Good for you. That's that's, what they're there for. Yep, that's exactly right. And that's what the librarian said once when I apologized. I said, I'm so sorry. I literally took every book off the top. And she goes, that makes us feel so happy. That's why they're there. And it's like, okay, I'm being validated here. So anytime, anytime, (laughs) anyway. That's, I start at the top, and then I get down on my hands and knees, and I will pick one section, and I will just pillage every single book on that section. You know, I pick it based off illustrations. It has mm-hmm. to have beautiful illustrations, and it's I want something that's funny. So I just comb through for illustrations and funny, mm-hmm. and then that's usually how I pick my books, and I get 50 books every week. <laughs> No more, no less. No more, no less. <laughs> I, I just have a bag, and I know that if I fill up that bag entirely, it's exactly 50 books because it just works that way. It's very bizarre. Yeah. It's like a Mary Poppins bag. It ooh, basically wow. is. So anyways, that's how I kind of pick my books. And with that being said, the books that I will share today, they are some of the funniest books that I own, okay? 
because mm-hmm. I just really like that. So, and after the library, if there's a book that we really love, we'll add it to the collection. Mm. And that's why we have so many Chris Van Dusen books. Mm. Yes. You recommended those. In fact, I think mm. you, you gave us one, the President Taft book. Oh, I love that book. They're so good. I love that book. Oh my goodness. It's so funny. <laughs> that's right. Do you have any like that? Yeah, Mo Willems is to my family what I think Chris Van Dusen is to ah, Those piggy and elephant yes. and pigeon books get us rolling. Yes. My three-year-old loves those books. You know what? I'm so dumb, though. This is my entire life. I've been reading this Mo Williams. Is it really Mo Willems? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Surprise. Willems. Yeah, Willems. For sure. Darn it, man. I guess I got to read. I'm not a good reader. Learn something new. That's why we read is to learn. That's why we read, Amanda, <laughs> so we can be smart. <laughs> okay, so what's your criteria when it comes to looking for books for yourself and your kids? Mm, uh, you already mentioned it, but quality illustrations mm, and mm-hmm. a solid storyline. I cannot stand the earlier easy readers oh. with terrible or non-existent plot or story. They start and then they just... That's right. Stop. Yep. They I had to stop. read one like that today during nap time. It was oh. like an adapted Star Wars. And I just ended up making up my own story because I was like, I cannot read this. This is poor quality. Oh, it drives me crazy. But beautiful illustrations will always get me. Jan mm. Brett mm-hmm. and Graham Bass are automatic buys mm-hmm. if I come across them at a thrift store or half price books. I also try not to pay full price for books mm. ever. This is a habit I cannot let go of from my thriftier days living right. in Boston. Every time Savers would have a 25 cent or a 50 cent book day, I am the first one there. Oh, that's amazing. And I leave with stacks of classics that I would have only spent $10, $15 on total. That's amazing. But, and I don't shop at thrift stores for clothes. I go for the books. Yeah, that's like, a really good idea. My kids know I just go straight to the book section. That's a really good but idea. I can make an exception for Costco books. Mm. Yesterday, I hit the jackpot of Halloween books at Costco. Did you? Have you? You know the creepy pair of underwear? Yes. And creepy carrots? Book. Yes. And creepy crown? No way. And they have all three of them. Each one is $12. No way. And on Amazon, the set of three is like $60, 50 50 Whoa. something dollars. Anyway. Wow, that's pretty good. I know. I yeah. love that. The Those creepy ones. underwear is really funny. I love them all. That's They're a really also good book. So yeah, huh. got them all yesterday. Huh. I've been waiting for so long. I checked them out from the library every Halloween. Hmm. And I thought, oh, someday I'm going to just pull the trigger and buy these. And I yeah. saw them at Costco. And the angels say. Yes, you mean the, the angels howled. <laughs> 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 the ghost yes. came out. Yes, yes very yes. good. Very oh, good. man. I love that. Okay, well, that's good. A little tidbit for me and the listeners. We'll head over to Costco. Okay, what a, what, did you already talk about your criteria for looking for books? What do you, yeah. I don't know. I just look for something funny. Yeah. Nope. That is exactly what you said. Quality uh, illustrations, storyline, funny. I do not care for um, computerized illustrations. Like, you know those ones you can tell it's like someone did this on a computer. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't seem very exciting. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to be visually stimulating and mentally and emotionally <laughs> and spiritually. <laughs> so basically we, we read the Wait illustrated Bible. That's what we're reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. All right. So what are some of your favorite picture books? Okay. So, and we're talking about kids, right? For what what ages? Should we say just pre-chapter book readers, so sure. t- 10 and under? I mean, yeah, you can, except I even catch my 10-year-old reading That's picture true. books. I, are you ever too old no. for a picture book? No, and especially a really good one. So let's see. 
my first one, and it's kind of a new one to our home, but we read it often. It's called Chester Van Chime, Who Forgot How to Rhyme. Sounds adorable. It is really cute. And what's interesting is these illustrations seem like the same, um, from the same era as like Scruffy the Tugboat. Like just the kind of the 80s, 70s, you know, just, oh, no, not the 80s, 60s, 60s, 70s, 40s, 50s. Why are you looking at me? I feel like that's worth a Google. Yeah, what was was Scuffy the Tugboat? When did that come out? Scruffy? No, it's Scuffy. I just read it the other day. Scuffy, yeah. Scuffy. Yeah, when was it? When did it come out? But it's those sim- those type nineteen forty six. You are kidding me. I am 80s. not. Nineteen eighties. <laughs> um, yeah, they kind of have like eighties type uh, illustrations. It's really even though eighties. Oh, I just said it again. Forties, <laughs> forties type illustrations. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Um, but it's about a boy who wakes up not being able to rhyme anymore. And my son's favorite line from this book comes when all of his friends are trying to help him remember how to rhyme. So they start with cake and they hold up a, a rake and he calls it a fork for giants. Cute. And then they hold up a steak and he calls it a very sad cow. <laughs> and it's just a really fun book to read and listen to. And then the illustrations are different. Mm. So that one's fun. I'm going to add that to the list. Well, so this is a good tidbit for our listeners and you. In the show notes, we will link every single book that we mention. Uh, Because it's just we need to make it easy. Yeah, that's smart. Add to the library. And then I already mentioned this, but any book by Chris Van Dusen. Mm. So someone gifted us a book of his a few years ago, The Circus Ship. So good. I have never looked back. Mm -hmm. It is. Oh, man. I'm fangirling big time. I think we have something <laughs> exciting coming up with regard to Chris Van Dusen. But his most popular book, I think, might be If I Built a School or The Circus Ship. I mm-hmm. feel like most people have read the book If I Built a School or If I Built a Car. Yeah. Th- they're pretty popular. Um, but he is an amazing illustrator. And that alone is reason enough to love his books. Mm-hmm. But my favorite book of his is either King Hugo's Huge Ego. Or Whoa. President Taft is stuck in the bath, which we own. You that mentioned one is that. phenomenal. I yeah. mean, it's just funny, right? It's yeah. educational. It's funny, um, and illustrations are just so good. The way I describe his illustrations to other people is, it seems like they glow. Mm-hmm. All of his pictures seem to glow, which yeah. I, is really stimulating. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I love Chris Van Dusen. I own every single book that he has written or illustrated. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You are a true fan. I really am. Super you know, fan. Well, in my library, I have just a section of all of his books. They're, they're not in the cupboard. They're out on a shelf, all mm-hmm. of his books. Isn't that funny? Listen to you. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and then the other one I want to mention that I really love is called Escargot. Mm. And this book was introduced to me by one of my best friends who does a kid's book club with me every month. She sent us this book one month and... Even though it was hard to decide which book to read for this episode, I didn't know if I wanted to do uh, King Hugo or this one. Mm-hmm. This one wins just because it's so fun to read with a little accent. Oh, I cannot I can't wait. resist. So anyways, at the end of this episode, when it's story time for all the kids, that's the book I'm going to read, Escargo. Okay. okay? Okay. Can't wait. All right. So give us the details on your favorite picture books. All right. My first one is The Little Mouse, The Red Ripe Strawberry, and The Big Hungry Bear oh. by Don and Audrey Wood. Oh. It's darling and comical. The Little Mouse is so expressive, and the ending is a surprise. Even my big kids love to read this to the younger ones because it is just so fun. 
So Don and Audrey Wood are so talented. I wouldn't you also agree that their illust- their illustrations and their books are just like magical? Yeah. Remember that book they wrote, um, Piggies? They wrote a book called Piggies. Piggies. I feel like uh-huh. you told me about this. And I love that book. And then there's also one about um someone walking on their head. What's that one about the I don't they, know. But they've done they've done a few books really? together that every time I, didn't I know that. And then the napping house. Uh-huh. They but like their huh. illustrations and their storylines are just so fun. I oh. love Don and Audrey Wood. I so had good. no idea. I yeah. need to Google them some more. Yeah, they're really good. But I do I love that that book. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay, what about See the Cat by David La Rochelle? Mm, I don't know that one. Ooh, three short stories where the reader and the dog, who is definitely not a cat, have a silly back and forth debate about what we're seeing. It's great for all ages, but my emerging readers love that they can get involved so easily. The book has a lot of similarities to the monster at the end of this book, mm. which are you familiar with that? Yep. Which we have to read in our best Grover voice in our oh, house. That's really hard. Which is another classic favorite in our home. Oh, that's fun. But it's really cute and super okay. easy for emerging readers. Okay. Is this a new book or is it kind of a, a classic? Oh, you have it. Show me what I you got. Show me it what has you got. a medal. Oh, of course it has a medal. Oh, this is it's cute. so good. So, so okay. Good. The Theodore Seuss Geisel. Geisel. That's, do you know oh, who that is? No, but I love his glasses. That's Dr. Seuss. Oh, oh, that is Dr. Seuss. I love Dr. Seuss. I know some people don't, but I do. I know. It's fine. I okay, this is cool. This is a great book. Super interactive. Okay. Way fun to get involved with your okay. kids when you read it. Great. Okay, great. I cannot okay. Well, this is a list. Very good. What else you got? Last favorite picture book. There are too many. This was really hard. It was really hard. Three favorites. And I tried to pick three different ones, but Mm. one of my favorite picture books is The Seven Silly Eaters. You have it? I do. By Mary Ann Hoberman and illustrated by Marla Frazzi. Frazzi? Right. Yeah. But each child born into the Peters family demands a specific food for each meal, which just about wears their sweet mom out. And my favorite line says, the problem was that as they grew, their appetites kept growing too. Each child continued to repeat. They wanted what they'd had before. The trouble was they wanted more. Mm. Are you even a mom if you don't identify with Ugh, that mom's sentiment in this story? And she just looks exhausted in the illustration on that page. Yeah. But the ending always makes me tear up. It's such an honest depiction of what it's like to have a larger family. Yeah. And the illustrations are so fun. The illustration, I'm looking at it right now. The illustrations are really, this is, I already know I'm going to buy this book. This just seems like a great book. Does this come in hard copy? I bet it does. Because that's, I want hard copy because it Yeah, I bet it does. And I want to last It's darling. It's darling. I'll get it for you guys for Christmas. So cute. So cute. But my kids love it. That's really great. Yeah, I love it. This actually reminds me someone, some, I was talking to someone today, just a random conversation. And they said that someone had asked them, how much does it cost to have a kid? <laughs> and I just started laughing and I said, you can't even put a price on it. And I was no. like, what do you mean? Like a hospital birth? I was like, I don't know. It's like $5,000 or I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. And I was like, but then you like don't take into account like how much food they eat and how much it, it grows over time. It's like this book you just mentioned, like what about how much, how much clothes cost? And mm-hmm. so I just said to the person, did you just kindly say to them, you can't put a budget on having kids because <laughs> you'll I, never have enough money. I think that there are actually studies that quantify it. And there was really? one just recently that said it now costs about $100,000 
per kid to raise a kid a from year? birth. Oh, oh. No. Oh, I was like, whoa. whoa. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I bet you could hit that in certain ways. <laughs> yeah. But no, from birth until I guess they graduate high school. I don't know. We'd have to look it up. But hmm. I believe just recently someone said with inflation and everything, it costs about $100,000 to raise a kid. Holy smokes. And that's presumably in public school. Hmm. Is that? Probably. Let's say if you do private, that's even more intense. Oh, for sure. Oh, my land. Let's yeah, not don't let into that. Ugh. Ooh, freaky. Mm. Okay, that book is going to be on my buy list. That looks great. I love that. Okay, now moving on to slightly older kids, kids who love to read chapter books. Mm-hmm. You know I have to mention Miss Piggle Wiggle. I did know that was I funny. am obsessed with that woman. I mean, I honestly, Megan, sometimes I have to remind myself she's not real. Is that dumb? <laughs> She I, is I'm you. Like, what would Miss Piggle do? No, she's not me because she has the patience of Job. Better than Job, frankly. Job has Miss <laughs> Piggle <Wiggle's> patience. <laughs> but I grew up reading these books. And now my kids and I reread them and listen to them together mm-hmm. often because the magic inside is unmatched. Mm-hmm. Betty McDonald, she's the author. She either had to buy, be a certified genius or a mother. They're the same in my eyes. Absolutely. To write such a book because it's so clever. The references are kind of outdated, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because you can still relate to them. But the point of the book, books, there's many, right. is that parents have trouble with their kids. So like lying, stealing, whining, making messes, like stuff that we all struggle with. Mm-hmm. That parent would send their kid to Miss Piggle Wiggle and she'll solve the problem in a very unorthodox and clever way. But it always works. So it's entertaining. 10 out of 10. You can even listen to on audiobooks. 10 out of 10. Are the audiobooks good? Yeah. Okay. It's usually read by um, someone with like a slight British accent, not mm. a heavy one, but a slight. Yeah, it's delightful. It really is. It's okay. fun. So that's a good road trip book too, Miss yeah. Piggle Wiggle. I'll have to add mm-hmm. that to the list. And actually, like my kids learn learn a lot. Like I'll never forget. I don't know what book it is, but one of the kids is lying. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to Miss Piggle Wiggle and she gives him a little, you know, a lying pill and says, oh, this is going to help your line. Okay. I know that would never fly in 2022. Remember, it's, it's imaginary. Okay, guys? It's not real. But so then every single time the kid tells a lie, a black line of smoke comes up out of his mouth like a tattle tail and it hangs from the sky in a cloud and it's a donkey's tail. Mm. And so every time he tells a lie, a tattle tail goes up into the cloud and it follows him around as like a memory of his line. Wow. So it's stuff like that. And after I remember after reading it, my daughter was like, Mom, that would be terrifying. I'm like, you're right. Learn your lesson. <laughs> Don't want that to happen to you. So anyways, that's a little, a little taste. Mm-hmm. Now, what about everything Roald Dahl? Mm. Is that how you say it? Rolled doll. Rolled doll. Rolled doll. Rolled doll. I'm actually quite, I confuse myself. At one point in time, I knew how to say it, but recently my sweet daughter calls it Rahoda doll. Because <laughs> 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 she forgets how to say it. So she's like Rahoda. So it's R O A L D. Rolled. Rolled doll. Rolled doll. I don't, yeah. I mean, it's a, isn't it a Dutch name? Well, he's born in the UK, so I don't oh, know. Oh, interesting. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Interesting. I don't know a lot of his, his story. Oh. Oh, Norwegian. He's Norwegian. Oh, Norwegian. Okay, that makes more sense. There you go. Well, so anyways, I love Roald Dahl. Um, I really love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I know mm. that's cliche because mm-hmm. everyone does. It's the most popular book. But the storyline is so magical. I love that storyline. I love the movie. Well, except for one with a, what's his face? This creepy guy. 
Which one? The Tim Burton? Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 well, no, 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 but <laughs> how dare you? Gene Wilder is not creepy. He's perfectly sane. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, love that movie. Like I love I that movie. That, the original is so good. That's, it's the, so that's good. the OG. It's so I remember good. when they bit into the teacup and being like, how on earth did they bite that teacup? Did you ever lick wallpaper? <laughs> well, I still lick walls just to taste it. Like, is this lickable wallpaper? So, but no, I don't like the one with what's his face? Johnny Depp. Yeah. I do not like that one. By Tim, yeah, Tim yeah, Burton. Yeah, by Tim Burton. I don't like that one. It. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I love that storyline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also have Costco. Thank you, Costco. Oh. The entire set of his books. Yep, us too. What is it? It's like 25 books or something like that, right? Yeah. It's I a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And I have not read all of them, but the ones I have read are really good. So I think I'm actually going to read them probably this year. Before the year's up, That's I'm going to read point. all of them. Just my, my oldest read all of them right when the pandemic hit. Yeah. And he just plowed through them. That's he right. loved all of them. Well, they're not – some. most of them are not big. No, they're and like they have illustrations. Yeah. And so it's not like just straight reading through yeah. every page. Just so very clever. They He's really so are. so clever. I know. Okay, now what do you think in chapter books wise? Chronicles of Narnia oh. by C.S. Lewis. I didn't read these books until I was in college, mm. but I can clearly remember the wonder and the magic that I felt when I read them. And both of my boys have loved reading these. Like one enjoys medieval stories and they both can't resist a good battle. So mm. those have been hits. So I'm going to ask kind of a provocative question. All right, stick with me here. <laughs> Do you think that books these days are as high quality? Because thinking back to Chronicles of Narnia, that is a very high quality, entertaining, clean, adventurous, like anyone can read those and be entertained, right? And same with like Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Like anyone can read those books and be easily entertained. Right. These days, my daughter's reading books like... um, dork diaries yeah diary and it's wimpy like kid. oh it's okay yeah diary wimpy kid mm-hmm. it's like even though those are still real, really entertaining books does it take as much talent and as much like it, it doesn't seem like the same quality right if am i wrong you if you go back in history of books uh-huh. i bet you will find fluffy books mm. you didn't use oh, the word i did. did i bet you will find fluffy books you think so in yeah, all of the decades. Okay, and it's the classics that stick, that stay. Mm. And I mean, your daughter loves what is it, Fable Haven? Yeah, yeah, that is a newer series. Okay, you know there are some really mm. great series. My son read a book last year. Tristan Strong punches a hole in the sky. Whoa. Brand new. Well, as of the last couple of years, but so good. Mm. Definitely staying power. Such a classic. Mm. Really, really a unique story about just African folklore and cool. It is a real I bet I bet your daughter would like it. It is okay. just a unique story. So cool. I think that it just takes time for the okay. fluff to get separated out from the mm. classics. And so we can look back and say, oh, look at all these amazing books from the last That's a good 50, 60 years. I'm yeah. sure that 50, 60 years from now, people will look back and see the classics that mm. came from that mm. came from this generation. I yeah. hope. You know what? That's why I asked, Megan, because your perspective is always spot on. <laughs> and here I am, not, you know, being like, we are dumb. We are not talent talented (laughs) (laughs) see there you go (laughs) proofs in the pudding oh man (laughs) you don't make it easy right there but that's fine oh no 
you make it easy. No, but but oh. I think that's a good point. I think you're I think you're spot on. I think that's very accurate. So mm-hmm. what are your sons reading right now? Well, we just mentioned it. My oh. eight year old is into Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which oh, does know. not bother me. No, 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 no. Right? I don't think it should. Yeah, because reading is reading. Yeah, he is the type of kid who reads multiple books at once. Uh-huh. So the other night, a school night, by the way. I was oh. shocked to find him still reading at 9.15 p.m. Wow. On his bed were four different chapter books, all, oh. you know, kind of laid open and upside down to save yeah. your spot. And when I asked him why he was still awake, he said he was reading all of his books and didn't want to stop. Oh, that's tender. Like a that's darling really little angel. So I that's couldn't sweet. get mad at him. I know. Crazy kid. I know. But he also enjoys the Last Kids on Earth series. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. And the Kid's Guide to Raising Chickens. Thanks to you. Thank you. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll pat myself on the back here. Yeah. Any kind of how-to book. He will sit and read a cookbook Uh from start to finish. That's so cool. Just like his mama. That's so cool. I love that. The only, only, you know, I have a question about that reading four books because I will often read one or two books at the same time. Well, one, duh, obviously, Amanda. (laughs) But I'll read a few books at the same time, but not like one night I'll read this book, the next writer, another. He reads right. four at a time. Yeah, I think he was just reading one for I don't know a set amount of time, and then he'd put it down and pick up another one and start reading that. I That's don't know, but he acted like it was no big deal. But totally you know normal. what? I wonder if that is some sort of like brain training. Will it switch <laughs> your brain between storylines? I don't know. That's quite interesting. I don't know. He is wow. my most imaginative child. So. I love that. Oh. I love that. My 10-year-old is reading through the James Patterson Treasure Hunters series right now. Mm. James, what is James Patterson known for writing? Don't, um, don't at me. No, I know. What is he? I know. A million things. I know. So uh, many. How, I mean, how does he write? How does he whip him out? I actually just thought that the other day. I was like, I swear he's always coming out with a new book like once a year. There's no way you can write that many so yeah, What is he most known for? I'm I not remembering, but I know. All of these things. Anyway, he uh, wrote, he writes kids books, uh-huh. but he has a series called The Treasure Hunters. Mm-hmm. And my oldest is really enjoying those. But then cool. he recently finished a book called, here's the title. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Shipwreckers, The Curse of the Cursed Temple of Curses, or huh. We Nearly Died a Lot. Whoa, that's, that looks fun. That's the title. He begged me to buy the next book in the series, and I had to break the news to him that there aren't Aww, any more books. That's too it's bad. It's a one, one and done, I guess, right now. That's too bad. But he also loved Harry Potter, uh, yep. including The Cursed Child, and just recently asked if he could read The Hunger Games. Oh. And I told him, negative, Ghost Rider. Yeah. He's going to have to wait till he's at least 12 or 13. So, yeah. anyway, what about, oh, sorry, did you have a question? Well, say, what about instead of Hunger Games, The Mage Runner? The Mage Runner is, you don't think so? Maybe. The, I don't like the last book. You've I read don't all remember. those, right? Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, what I didn't love it. It just wasn't. Is it, is it violent? Mm, well, yeah. Well, there is violence in uh-huh. the series, but not not to the same not extent as Hunger scary. Games. I just, I think it's just me. I That's have a fine. personal bias. I didn't love the ending to that okay. series at all. Uh huh. And so I don't know. I'd have a hard time okay. recommending it to him. I was just trying to think of something that was yeah. equally as adventurous. I know, but not so. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. Anyway, fun. So there you go. Very cool. All fun. Right. Fun. Tell love me about it. your daughter. What has she been reading? 
Well, she's just knee deep in the Fable Haven series right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone is on this Fable Haven series. I think there's another That's one great. called Wings of Fire. Is that oh Wings yeah, of we Fire? have the Wings of Fire books. Yeah, I don't Do know where it came those? from. Uh, no, she's been getting them from the library. Okay, but it seems like it just came out of nowhere, and now like everyone's reading them. Yeah, and, oh. and I have no problem with it because, like I said, reading is reading. Yeah, whether it's the Bible or Dork Diaries, don't even <laughs> care. Just like start reading it. Well, if you need the Wings of Fire books, we have. Almost all of them. Okay, you're offering them to our listeners. That's very considerate. <laughs> Megan's going to ship them to everyone. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, like, what about you? I'm curious about you. What are you? Mm. And I'll tell you what I'm reading, but yeah. what are you reading right now? I am listening to. Listening, yes. <laughs> very good. Anxious People by Frederick Bachman. He's oh. this, or Bachman, I don't know. Okay. He's the same person who wrote Beartown and A Man Called Ove. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I thought it was Uve. I have no idea. I've actually never read that one. I've seen the movie. Oh, yeah? I feel like they say Uwe. I would believe you. I'm not sure. I read Bear Town, and I thought it was phenomenal. But it it has strong hockey storyline, which I love. Oh, you love, yeah. Yeah, but Anxious People, I really, really enjoyed it, and I cannot predict the ending. Wait, what's it about? It's about a hostage situation. (gasps) Ooh, it's fun. But with, like, the worst hostages in the world. Oh. It's great. It's really okay. enjoyable. It's made me laugh okay. and just think about a lot of things. So Fun. I and I'm curious to hear the ending because cool. I haven't figured it out yet. So Fun. And cool. then Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson, which I actually read oh. a couple of years ago, but I'm listening to it again as part of the Sharon Says So book club. <gasps> oh what so there you go. Sharon. I know. She always has so many good things to say. I know, I know. Yeah. So I but, love that. And what about you? Um, I just finished that book recommended by you and Ellie, uh, the literary garnet. What is it? The potato oh. pie society. What is it? The, it's such a long title. <laughs> the potato pie literary society in Guernsey. I don't remember how to say it. Guernsey. The Guernsey literary oh, yeah. and potato peel pie society. That's right. It's a really popular book, but I read that after you guys recommended it and it was yeah. just like a fun a fun read yeah just like easy fun i love the ending it was really cute mm-hmm. but the other one i'm reading right now and it's not very funny i kind of have a hard time finding funny books as an adult mm. right like i feel like it takes a while it, what authors find funny as adult often i don't find as funny mm-hmm. <laughs> no that's fair that makes sense yeah but um i just right now i'm also reading a book called empire of pain it's uh-huh. like the narcotic journey to what it is today is very fascinating. Yeah. Not hilarious. Not <laughs> hilarious, no. Yeah, um, but that is interesting. That's on my that's list. Right. It's Yeah, but it's a read. It's mm-hmm. like a good read. Um, but I really just kind of do whatever – I read whatever's recommended on on some random person's list, like a Oprah or Reese, you know, Reese mm-hmm. Witherspoon. Part of them. Not Reese without her spoon, Reese with her spoon. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, uh, I did, there was a book that I would recommend. It was actually recommended to me by my neighbor, Becky, and it's called A Prayer for Owen Meany. Okay. Hmm. And it's very unusual, but I asked her, I said, what's your favorite book? And she told me this and, and I read it and I was like, that was actually like a really fun read. Hmm. But it's about two best friends and one of them has some physical differences. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to give it away. Okay. And one of their moms dies. Mm. Someone gets a finger cut off. What? Yeah, and there's some other like really weird stuff. But it's a it's a really fun read. It's, it's not long. For adults? Mm-hmm. 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 And it had some good takeaways. Like I walked mm. away from it going, oh, what an interesting, like it gave me some thought-provoking things. Yeah, I'll have to add that yeah. to my list. Well, no, I'm going to put it on the list so that everyone has it in the notes, in the yeah. show notes, yeah. but everyone will have it here. Genius. 
Can we do some honorable mentions? Why, yes. We had some listeners share with us their favorite kid books. Mm. And here are just a few of the unique submissions that we received. Okay. The first ones are, Will Ladybug Hug and Will Bear Share? Which I looked those up. Did you? I had yeah. never heard of those. Yeah. And then a German classic called, in English, Story of the Little Mole Who Knew It Was None of His Business. Amanda, did you watch this YouTube video? The listeners did. <laughs> I was I did. dying. It's very good. It is hilarious. Yes. And it actually reminds me of the dinosaur who pooped Christmas. Yes, Have you seen same. those books? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I really don't want to say any more than that, but it was... It's very good. Too funny. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to show my kids that I was, I was like, oh, wow, this is actually a little much for even me, which is so weird, but it's it's entertaining. Kids yeah. will like it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It was darling. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, and for those with little babies or toddlers who are rough with books, one listener recommends the Indestructibles books, which I have a few of those. Uh -huh. What about you? Uh, same. And actually, coincidentally, I was at the car wash yesterday. Surprise, surprise. And I found an indestructible book on the ground. What? Yeah. Like someone left it. It must have like fallen out of someone's car. Oh, bummer. But I was laughing because it had been run over and like sprayed with a hose. Like probably who knows how many times. And it was still in good condition. I was like, it really is indestructible. Yeah. They are exactly what they're advertised That's to right. be. So good. Yep. A few more recommendations we received were books called I Say Ooh, You Say Ah. Mm -hmm. The Prince and the Witch and the Thief and the Bears. All one book. Yeah. And Beast Feast. So those are just some fun ones that I hadn't yeah. heard of. Same. That I was unfamiliar with. So those might be worth a Google to some listeners to check them out. Yep. Really fun. Really fun. All right, listeners. All right. So this is going to be, we're going to end our episode with a little story time. Mm -hmm. It's time to, you know, snuggle in closer to your kids. Let me try on my narrator voice. It's good. That's get so in, good. Get in close with your kids here and, cool. you know, put your arm around them. Maybe turn the volume a little bit. Children, it's time to listen. Put on your listening ears. Miss Megan is now going to read us a story. Ding-a-ling-ling. -ling. <laughs> <laughs> is that the little... Like, how do you chime? Do you have the chime? <laughs> do we have a chime sound effect? I, I tried to do the chime. <laughs> now that we got that out of our system, go ahead. All right. So I am reading... The Little Mouse, The Red Ripe Strawberry, and The Big Hungry Bear by Don and Audrey Wood. Hello, Little Mouse. What are you doing? Oh, I see. Are you going to pick that red ripe strawberry? But Little Mouse, haven't you heard about the big hungry bear? Oh, how that bear loves red ripe strawberries. The big hungry bear can smell a red ripe strawberry a mile away, especially one that has just been picked. Boom, boom, boom. The bear will tromp through the forest on his big hungry feet and sniff, sniff, sniff. Find the strawberry. No matter where it is hidden, no matter who is guarding it, or how it is disguised. Quick, there's only one way in the whole wide world to save a red ripe strawberry from the big hungry bear. Share half with me and we'll both eat it all up. Yum. Now that's one red ripe strawberry the big hungry bear will never get. 
the end. I love that book. It's so good. I mean, look at the illustrations. They also look like they're glowing. Well, that's part of why it's hard to read this book aloud because the mouse has the cutest yeah. faces the on cutest. every page when it's like, look at that. I know. When it's the cutest. Surprised to hear about the bear or just what, like, it's every little kid yeah. or every person, every human who. Mm -hmm. It's know, so cute. I love, love that book. It's darling. I love that book. I love it. Okay, I cannot okay. wait for you to read yours. It's right here. Oh boy, and All I right. have I have high expectations for. I this. don't think you should. Mm. It's not very. It's not super duper long, but it's very good. All right, this book is called Escargot. Bonjour. I see you are staring at me. I do not mind. My name is Escargot. I am such a beautiful French snail that everyone stares at me. Right now, I am traveling to the salad at the end of this book. It is a beautiful salad with croutons and a light vinaigrette. You should come. I just need a little push to help me start. While we are traveling, we can talk. Tell me what you think is my most beautiful part. My shell, my neck, my tentacles. Ooh la la, it's so hard to choose. That is because all of escargot is magnifique. You can kiss me if you want. Let's talk about our favorite animals. Is yours the dog, the cat, the platypus, the wildebeest, the lemur, the hippopotamus, the snail? Wait, before you answer, I must tell you something sad. So sad I might cry. Will you stroke my shell until I feel better? Okay, now, well, I will tell you the very sad thing. Nobody ever says their favorite animal is the snail. Perhaps you think snails are slimy, Escargot. You are too slimy to be my favorite animal. Au contraire. The trails I make as I travel to the salad are shimmery trails of, what would you call it? Not slime, more like shimmery trails of shimmery stuff. But enough about me. Do you also make a shimmery trail? What is your favorite kind of salad? You look like the kind of intelligent person who enjoys a salad with croutons and a light vinaigrette and absolutely no carrots. The kind of person who might say, my favorite animal is a snail. But perhaps you think snails are shy, escargot. You are too shy to be my favorite animal. Au contraire, I am quite fierce. This is the face I make to scare a lion or a wild boar or a carrot that sneaks into my salad. Can you also make a fierce face to scare away the carrot? Maybe we should roar at it too. Oh, that was very fierce face and a very loud roar. Do you want me to come out? Really? Then you must say, come out, escargot. Come out and I will promise I will never put a carrot in your salad. Come out and I will kiss you. Here I am. Don't forget my kiss. I kiss you back. Mwah. I am your. Am I your favorite animal yet? Perhaps you think snails are slow, Escargot. You are too slow to be my favorite animal. Au contraire. I just don't like to hurry. A French snail likes to relax before enjoying a salad with a, a few croutons and a light vinaigrette. But if I wanted to, I could run faster than the cheetah. You don't believe me? I will raise you to the salad at the end of this book, and whoever gets there first will be a fantastically fast champion of the world, and also your favorite animal. On your mark, get set, go. Do you see how fast I am? I am like the wind itself. I just need to rest for one second. Can you blow on me to cool me off? Okay, I am ready now for the final sprint. I win! Oh, you are here too? A tie. 
We are both champions. We are both magnifique. Let us celebrate by eating salad with a few croutons and a light vinaigrette. Bon appetit. But this is not the right salad. This salad has a few croutons and a light vinaigrette and carrots. Escargot does not eat carrots. Escargot has never eaten a carrot. Escargot will now make a fierce face the carrot. The carrot is not running away. Perhaps you would like to eat the carrot? Go ahead, try it. I will make you a deal. If you try it, I will try it too. On the count of three, we will take a very, very, very small bite of the carrot. One, two, three. That carrot was actually delicious. So delicious that I might have forgotten to share. You probably won't choose me as your favorite animal now. You will probably choose the baboon or the koala or the earwig. But that is okay, c'est la vie. I will tell you a secret. You are very beautiful, even if you don't make a shimmery tail. You are very fast, almost as fast as escargot. And you can make a very, very fierce face. Don't show me, I remember. You are magnifique. In fact, you are my favorite animal. And so I kiss you. Mwah. The end. Yes. Darling. Except, you know, I kind of lost myself what? in that book. I feel like I kind of went, <laughs> you know, down Escargo Lane by myself there. I forgot I was reading to you. <laughs> Did my accent get a little out of hand? No, it was so cute. Was it even French? It was beautiful. By the end, I was like, I sort of feel like I'm having like a, a I don't know, a country accent. Oh, so, well, like a French country accent? I don't know. I don't know. From the, mid, from the middle of the country. I don't know. <laughs> Not France, not France. I don't know. No, it's got away from me. Sounded very French. That was a darling. Isn't that a cute book? Mm -hmm. Just cute. I love it. Anyways, oh, now we are ready for bed. Those books put Mama right to bed. All right, our books. Let's put the baby to bed. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you. Be a friend to everyone. Bye. Thank you.